Kia ora koutou and welcome to the Run Adjacent podcast sponsored by Trek Trail and Fish. My name is Hannah Thompson and I have Hayden here co-hosting with me today. How are you Hayes? I'm good thank you. Wow and a few words. <laughs> Today we're joined by Brent Markwick and Carl Mensel from Sport Northland and we're going to do a preview of the Northland Waste Kitty Kitty Half Marathon which is coming up in about a week, a little over a week on Saturday the 18th of November. If you haven't signed up for this awesome event um, you can do so at www.sportnorthlandevents.co.nz NZ. Both Brent and Carl have been on the podcast with us previously. Brent, yeah. question to okay. you. <laughs> Since we chatted to you last time, which would have been about, what, four months ago now? Yeah, was, I think so. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, We had heaps of awesome feedback on that podcast, by the way. Everyone oh, cool. found your backstory really interesting. So, yeah, no, I've been cool. out running with a lot of mates who have said, oh, Brent's story is so interesting. So, right. yeah. I guess since then, though, you've smashed out the Topo Ultra Marathon, and also um, we note that you ran the Auckland Marathon with your lovely wife, Anna. <laughs> so you previously mentioned that the Tarawera Miler was on your mind. Have you given it any more thought? I've given it a lot of thought, <laughs> and uh, certainly when I was running Taupo, the uh, thoughts were all, all negative, <laughs> and I was never going to run again, pretty much, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I keep thinking about it. Um, I probably shouldn't have run Auckland, but uh, that was sort of two weeks after Taupo, and I wanted to, I wanted to recover. And but it was, I'm glad I did do, do it with Anna. It was a good yeah. chance just to. I was sort of surprised there. I entered. I think I saw Hayden at cricket on the Saturday morning, and he asked if I'd splashed out the credit card yet, and I hadn't quite. But um, so I entered after that, and we went down, and and um, I really enjoyed just cruising really, and. Um, and taking in the event, which was cool, which yeah, we don't usually, you know, usually trying to beat the clock or something. So, and it was great to do it with Anna, who's sort of, uh, you know, she's the, she's the one at home looking after the kids when I'm usually out training. So um, it was nice to be able to do that. So, yeah. Um, was it your yeah. Yeah, 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 that was that was the idea, just to go and out and support, support her. her and do do that do that event. So yeah, that's no, so cool. it was cool. Yeah, nice. But and yeah, in terms of Tarawera, yeah, Taupo was Taupo was uh, yeah, it was a challenge. Um, yeah, I learned a few things from it, which was which was good. So if I if I decide to do Tarawera, I think there's a few things I'll I'll sort of uh, change in terms of nutrition and a bit of training and things. Yeah, so what, that's the more thing. training, more nutrition, or <laughs> <laughs> just a bit different. I think um, you, the thing with yeah, that you always sort of learn, you always learn stuff from those those events. I think it was it's probably the I think the fifth or sixth time I've sort of done a done a hundred and. There's always something you learn, right? And mm. this time it was just around the nutrition one is probably next time I'll, I'll try and eat real food from the start. I was all on on gels and uh, use tailwind, which usually is fine. But yeah. when I hit when I hit about six hours, it was just – I just couldn't stomach anything stomach anymore. Cat. So I just smashed back the boiled potatoes at, at the Kinlock Aid Station and mm. I think that's going to be my go-to yeah. going forward. So um, – yeah, that's yeah. been a common thing across, I think, a lot of the people we've interviewed in regards to nutrition and gels on the stomach after a certain amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Mallory had a similar um, thing happen in the Auckland Marathon. And I don't know, did Nathan mention anything about that as well? 
like who's younger? We were saying yeah, yesterday yeah, that like right. the younger you are, you know, like the the better your stomach is for things. Like you know, yeah. you don't you don't get hangover or anything in your twenties, but then you hit your thirties and it's like your stomach yeah, it's just week. doesn't as good, eh? That's right. That's right. Yeah, very much so. so anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, um, Brent. That's awesome to um, to hear a little bit about how you've been going mm, the last few months on good. your running journey. Yeah, but obviously here um, we're here today to talk about um, the Kitty Kitty Half. Mm. And hey, do you want to ask the first question? Do you want to ask Carl? Yeah. Okay, Carl. You say it, How are you? Oh, fantastic, thanks, Hayden. So, like the Kitty Kitty Half Marathon, my my dad like was an, was an old school runner uh, back in the nineties, and he always said that Kiri the Kiri Kiri Half Marathon, the Huntley Half Marathon, the Rotorua Marathon, and uh, what's that one down in like Taranaki? There's a marathon down there. It's like from oh yes, yeah. You you finish in Waihi or something. He down those, that those were the four yep. North Island uh, like bucket list running events back in back in the 90s of course in his opinion the the, the Kiri Kiri half marathon was was a really uh, highly rated um, almost yeah bucket list kind of event would you uh, kind of like to maybe give us a little bit of a brief history or, or Brent or the, the most I haven't looked back on to I haven't researched going way back but um, conversations with Roger from the Striders goes back to maybe familiar the ground with um, Hartier Harriers where everyone would just turn up and you'd run, right? You know, so from from what I've heard, they'd sort of basically get their group together, start out State Highway 1 at Okaiho, and, yeah, then they go. Mm. You know, no traffic management, no no timing. They just, yeah, it was, a, it was basically a group run. But, Brent, I think you can maybe expand a bit more on what I know. Yeah, well, un, you know, unsealed roads back then too, and it was, yeah, completely different. But, you know, pretty visionary, right, in terms yeah. of, 89, I think, Striders ran, ran the first one. <clears throat> and you're right, Hayden, I think, you know, in terms of pure half marathons, those events you mentioned that your, your dad mm. talked about were, you know, that was the that was it back in the day. Yeah. And the, I think the game's been changed a little bit event-wise since Ironman's been in the game and really creating these destination events, which yeah. um, is, is yeah, it's really changed it a little bit, particularly for sort of grassroots events as well. Mm. But Kitty Kitty still stands, you know, it's still really well known. You know, the Kitty Kitty Striders... Did an amazing job in the time that they they ran it, and they still they still own the event. So, yeah, Sport Northern manages it, and and we pay the Striders a cut each year from that, which is which is great. It goes back to helping them develop their club and run their club, which is was really good. We've I think we've been been managing it for just on twenty years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. two thousand and one. 2001, there was an entity called Athletics North, which was almost was when North Harbour Athletics and Northland sort of tried to combine, and it's gone back the other way now, I think. But we ran it in association with them at the time. They sort of stepped in and, and did that. And and I think that almost disbanded the Athletics North back to the Northland North Shore thing. And then so Sport Northland ran it by ourselves from 2003. So, yeah, 2023 now. So 20, this will be the 21st year, I suppose, that... Yeah. We've managed it uh, mm. over that time, yeah, which has been which has been great. And Striders are still really involved, which is mm. great. They still do, do judging for the you know the, the walk section, which is which is cool, mm. and provide a lot of marshals and things, which is is great as well. So you can't beat that local knowledge. Yeah. Random question: Is it your most popular event, like with the most entries, like compared to the other events, or? Yeah, numbers wise, it's it's, it's definitely, definitely yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah yeah definitely the biggest. 
numbers have dropped off a bit over the over the you know last few years, particularly with with other events being being brought in. I think at its peak we were getting two and a half, close to two and a half thousand. You know, where I think probably on on Saturday will will be um, high one thousand. So I would say, um, yeah, with the five k now happening as well. Be right, Carl, from your side, eh? Yeah, yeah. I think just from the the national knowledge of this event, it does tend to pull from other areas of New mm. Zealand, where the other ones are more our local participants, mm. and maybe some from Auckland, Hamilton region. Yeah. So I think that's where we it's help helps our capacity for that event. Yeah. Well, mm. before I moved here, I lived in Palmerston North, and I drove from Palmerston North to come to the Kitty Kitty Half Marathon. Oh, and wow. I'm not from I'm yeah. not from Northland. I mm. just heard mm. about that it was mm. a really cool event. Yeah. And so me and some mates <clears throat> from Auckland came up here for it. This would have been about seven years ago now. Mm. So yeah, mm. it is like well known across the country. Mm. Yeah. 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 So can we can we just quickly um uh to what why what makes this event fast? Um if you don't mind talking about the course Carl. Sweet. So you know, there's a lot of events there with the hills are quite significant. You know there's hills there. This one, you've got the gradual increase, probably up to around 7Ks-ish. And then from there, it just drops down and starts to, to go on the decline. So majority of the course is a nice smooth downhill. And that's where I feel some PBs are created. Yeah, once you hit a Coho uh, golf course... It's all pretty much downhill from there, eh? So, which is yeah, just say Carl seven k. So, yeah. Mm. Once if, if you're running for your first time, hit, once you hit Okaiho, you know it's Okaiho Golf Club. You know it's downhill. Yeah. So mm. I think we just had a quick look at on our on our Stravas before. There's around 120 meters of climbing in yeah. that first seven, and then for the last 14 k's, you've got a decline of 250 meters. So, makes for a fast course. The roads are all closed. Yeah. Yeah. And they're only, you know, those those climbs are really a gradual too, eh? You know, mm. they're really runnable. So mm. I think that's that's part of it. There might be 120 meters, but it's mm. a reasonably or really runnable 120 meters of of um, elevation. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think the thing that catches a few people out too, they get to the roundabout on State Highway 10, and I've done it before. You think I'm, I've finished, and there's still <laughs> there's still three k to go, eh? and you're yeah. hurting at that stage. Yeah. And it's still 3k to go into town. It's a long, long drag into town. So, um, yeah, again, if it's your first time, just yeah. uh, as soon as you hit that the main road, say to 10, don't, don't think you're quite home yet. And yeah. Another word of warning: <clears throat> when you get into town, you don't you you don't turn left. You know where the finish shoot is. Yes. You guys last year made us run a little bit further and then turn around. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm here, I'm here, and then I had to run down the road a little yeah, bit and turn yeah, around. Yeah. So, so we've listened to the feedback and oh, we've, have we've, you? we've begged and begged the traffic management to look at that for us. So we've gone back to the original finish. At Hobson Ave, crossing over, oh, and then through cool. to the chute. Yeah, yeah so nice. through the last three years, we've just made adjustments according to what we've had to through traffic management. So yeah. a big one was the roundabout. We unfortunately had to put a dog leg in there, as there's no access through it, through the centre of the roundabout now. It's full of rocks. So, yeah, um, this course should be a little bit more accommodating and nicer to finish with. Yeah, yeah. nice, yeah. cool. Used to run, Used to run through the middle of town back in the day. So really? it used to go straight straight through town and you know where the McDonald's is. Yeah. Hang a right there and then onto the domain. Oh. So that was yeah, so it was pretty it was straight all the way. Yeah. 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 Which probably made for an even slightly slightly quicker course then. Mm. Mm. That's cool. That's cool, man. So 
Kitty Kitty is known for being a really fast course, and I think that is a real appeal to the event as well. Mm. So if we just want to have a look at, I think it'll be interesting to look at some of the course records. Carl, do you want to give us a little rundown on, so what's the men's record for the half marathon distance? Yeah, so 2017, looks like half uh, marathon championships, there was Craig... Luton Slager at one hour and four minutes and 57 seconds. Um, and he is from Nelson. Wow. And the ladies record from 2003, um, Mary Davies from Whangarei, put a time in at one hour 15 and 19 seconds. I think a lot of, lot of locals will, will know Mary or know of Mary because she was coached by Ian Babe for, for a number of years and um, was you know a really good, good marathon runner at the time. So... Yeah, that record's really, you know, that's, well, 20 years, right? Mary's record has mm. stood for now. So mm. um, it went close in 2017 when we hosted the New Zealand Half Marathon Champs. There was another 115, but didn't quite didn't quite break the 115-19. Um, so wow. it's still out for the taking. There are a few fast women coming up this weekend from Auckland that are friends with Mallory, and she said that they're really quick. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see whether anyone gets close or beats yes. it this weekend. Yeah. So just in respect of last year's results, Brent, do you want to just give us a rundown on the yeah, fastest sure. woman and the fastest man in, in last year's event? Yeah, so we had Maddie Dillon in the ladies who finished in uh, just over one hour 21. Cool. And uh, in the men's, Casey Thorby, he went under 70 minutes, so he did, did 109.47, which is still flying mm-hmm. but um, and still re- really competitive. So... It'd be interesting. I'm not sure whether they've, Carl, do you know if they've entered again last year's champions at all? So from the top 10 on last year's results, we have Ben Evans, which he's involves himself with in our events quite often. I think he's quite high up in the rankings this year. And Seamus Kelly. Yeah, so two from the top 10 during this year. So it'd be cool to sort of, yeah, see see how the, the race goes with that. We've got Dwayne Collicutt. Entered as well. Um, no signs of Sam Rout yet. Oh, he'll be there. Don't you worry. <laughs> 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 He's just leading Dwayne into false the, into next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it will be it will be interesting. There's, there are um, you know a lot of fast local runners at the moment, so mm. it'll be interesting to see how they go against yeah. um, the likes of you know there's Zebedee Stone who ran one fourteen in the in the Auckland half last or well, a couple of weekends ago. So wow. Like, although I'm like still relatively new at Sport Northland, um, I'm beginning to get a better appreciation of um, for the people that that put these events together. Um, appreciation for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't. Someone's got to lie. Yeah, like, I, I did not anticipate it being such a such a big um, task. Uh, so there's, there's how many volunteers are there, Carl? There's so and, seventy across, I think five volunteer groups. Yeah. 70, over 70 people. Oh. Entries are looking at around 1,300, is that right? Yeah, so we're creeping up yeah. to the 14 mark. Yeah, and then just, just all the other little things like, like, like organising buses and food vendors and where to place the marshals on the course and then doing up a job description for that one marshal and then all that kind of stuff like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise it was such a, such yeah, a huge yeah. ask. But, um, I understand where everything goes throughout the few months that we're planning it. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A few, a lot of months actually. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> most, one of the most important things, of course, is toilet paper. 
So don't, <laughs> don't forget the toilet paper, Hayden. You never have enough toilet paper. <laughs> also, having enough loos at the start line. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, I think, one one place where lots of events go wrong. Eh? Not yeah, this one. This yeah, one's good. Yeah. <laughs> this one's awesome. It's a challenge. You know, you've got a, you've got a short time of, of th- thousands of people waiting at the start. Yeah. Nervous. Yeah. Jacked up on caffeine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ready to go. So, um, yeah. Maybe just a hint to help us with the toilet paper situation. Um, just make sure when you're training, you're training for the carbs that you're going to be using on the day. Just so your body's a bit more familiar with what you're putting in it. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to a podcast about nutrition on Runner Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's cool. That's cool. So there's um there's lots of spot prizes. There's spot prizes from Thermatech, Essex, um, Trick Trail and Fish, uh, and many more. Uh, also, at the end of the year, you guys are giving away a, a Suzuki Swift, donated by Pacific Motor Group. Would you like to talk of, about that, Preen? Yeah. So that's it's sort of become a staple of the of the Run Walk series for. I've, I'm not sure how many we've given away now in, in association with Pacific Motor Group, but it, it's well over 10, 10 vehicles, um, and it's it's a huge one. You know, it's a it's a really big big one for a local sponsor to put up a prize like that. Yeah. And back in the day when we first when we first worked with them to do it, it was all about what can we do to encourage people to get more active, right? And this is just yeah. one way to um, to do it. The more events you enter, the more chance you've got to to win that. Yeah. So and, and your chances multiply by the more events you, you run. So. That'll be given away not at the prize giving at Kitty Kitty. We'll give it. We need a week or so after that to just to sort out all the entries and yep. and then then do the draw and then we'll it'll be um, it's usually announced live on on the More FM Breakfast Show, which is always an exciting morning. Yeah, that's cool. And um, shout out to um, Northland Waste, who is the event sponsor. Um, having been in dialogue with them, it looks like they're going to have ice baths and stuff at the finish area. Um, so yeah, no, it's all good. I think that just about does us for this episode. Um, thank you, Carl. Thank you, Brent. All good. No problem. All right. Well, thank you to you, the listener. We've now released five episodes in the past two weeks, so we've been pretty busy. We're going to go back to fortnightly episodes then in mid-December. Uh, we will wrap up the year and take about uh, six weeks off with our Fano. Yeah, I never Hayden reckons he needs a break. <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Trek Trail and Fish. Please go and visit them at 4 Wakeland Street, Te Kamore, and preferably buy something. They have heaps and heaps of awesome gear and nutrition. You can stock up for the Kitty Kitty Half Marathon. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Run Adjacent. But until next time... Happy Happy running! running.